Hi, my name is Rachel and I am the host of Things I Wish I'd Known. I decided to set up this podcast because A, I love talking, I love learning from people, I love conversation and B, there are so, so many things I wish I'd known in my past, so many things I wish I'd known about my mental health, about self-care, about magic, mystery, spirituality, about so many things that I know now, these crazy new breakthroughs in science, frequency, sound, all kinds of things that I'm now so passionate about that I wish I'd known. And I'm hoping that by sharing these conversations with you, I'm going to be able to maybe relieve some suffering, maybe share some laughs and share some knowledge. Some of it you may think is amazing, some of it won't resonate, and that's okay. But I really, really want to get this knowledge out there. So I hope you enjoy listening to things I wish I'd known. Welcome to Things I Wish I'd Known with your host, Rachel, the founder of Wealth and Wellbeing. Today, I am so excited to be here with my very, very, very good friend, Gabby Allen. Gabby and I go a long way back and I know for a long time that she had suffered with anxiety. So when I was doing the podcast, I thought what better person to get on to be able to give advice to other people about this subject. Most people know Gabby from Love Island, but she is so much more than that. She's always been into her fitness and gone through so many different things in her life and just been a real pillar of strength. And I've really been so happy to have her in my life for such a long time. She is now a fitness coach. She is an author. Uh, Her amazing program that she's written, Shape Up with Gabby Allen, that's an app as well as a book with recipes and fitness exercises. You can tell that I don't exercise very much. I don't even know what (laughs) (laughs) I should probably hire her to get my body in shape. Um, And I'm just really happy to introduce, um, well, Gabby, over to you. Say Hello. Thank you for having me. I always find it funny when people are like, Gabby's the author. I'm like... (laughs) I sound so smart. <laughs> <laughs> you are smart. Um, but yeah, I think the the main thing is obviously the online fit stuff is the main yeah, thing. Yeah, of course. So yeah. you, how's that partnership going? Because it just looks like you're flying. It's, yeah, that's probably, that's definitely my favourite job that I do. Um, because there's not only just me, but there's other like amazing trainers on there too. And there's so much, so much you can do with it. Mm. Especially with the new fit club that we've been doing. Because... We're, we're planning world domination, guys, so this is, <laughs> this is just the beginning. I've seen you getting your ass whipped on that leaderboard thing, though, babe. Hey, listen, I came <laughs> I came 45th out of, like, 50 participants. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, how embarrassing. But then I also came first, so yeah. I was having a bad day. <laughs> yeah, but everyone has to have an off day. Exactly. Obviously, everyone, everyone probably knows who you are anyway. But I think most people know you for your fitness, uh, for kind of fashion and style and things like that. And I don't think so many people know because you come across so confident and you really put yourself out there. And I think a lot of people don't necessarily know that you actually suffer with anxiety and have done for a long time. Mm. So that was one of the things I really thought it'd be interesting to get you on and just see, I guess, how how do you, how would you describe anxiety for you? How does it show up in, in your life? Um, it's funny that you actually mentioned that about social media because I always think, you know, social media is one of those where when 
you only put out like what obviously what you want people to see mm. um and when the last thing you want to do when you've got anxiety is be like I have anxiety today you know yeah. I mean some people do do it because maybe that's a coping mechanism as well but I know that when I've got anxiety about something like I just uh, I'm like I don't want I don't want to go on social and talk to tell everyone that I've got anxiety I think for me it's just like I'm I kind of sometimes I can't control it sometimes I can but it's more that it's like there's this like like impending like doom <laughs> yeah even though I know that like I'm not gonna like die like there and then but I don't know it's just this like this overwhelming feeling of like hope like helplessness yeah. and you can't do anything about it and that's the worst and to be honest my worst time of anxiety is night like bedtime as you know I'm not a great sleeper yeah I'm the best napper I'm a really good napper I can like, nap throughout the day right. but well, I, I think <laughs> that's legendary right <laughs> literally two naps a day um but nighttime I I I'll go I'll be so tired and then I'll get into bed and that's it it's like the whole world co- starts crashing down mm-hmm. why do you think that is or you got no no idea I think because throughout the day you can occupy your mind and you can choose different things to think about but then when you get into bed and you know okay all I've got to think about now is counting sheep and trying to go to bed and then it's like Mm. yeah but what about this what about this and it's not like you can just go shopping in the middle of the night is it well I mean you probably could (laughs) but to some weird shops yeah I think well that's the thing right because we all have these different coping mechanisms um and some of them are healthy and or healthier and some of them are less healthy right um you're like another friend of mine he buys jumpers (laughs) when he's anxious whereas (laughs) I know right I but I I can't laugh because I eat pasta you know like that's what I do I eat my see that's the one good thing for me like I when I've got anxiety I it turns I don't have an appetite Mm. right which is or it's like it's like zero or hundred I'll go out and eat everything and then I just won't eat anything for like five days it's like obviously that is not I'm not promoting that at all but it does affect like some people like Bridget Jones sat and ate ice cream, whereas yeah. I just can't eat. <laughs> I think it's that thing, though. It's the um, likely to be with the vagus nerve. So you've got a nerve that runs from your stomach to your brain, and it's part of your fight-flight-freeze system. And so for some people, it will switch it on, which is like rest and digest kind of space. So you want to eat loads. And for other people, it will switch it off, which means you just don't want to, you can't eat anything. And that's why often, you know, when people get stressed, some people feel sick and like, they don't want to eat anything and other people feel like I just want to eat erratic yeah usually yeah. sugary stuff right like that's why I think my thing is like pasta because it's really carby other people mm. like donuts or chocolate or whatever but we all have different coping mechanisms I mean what have you learned over the years about because I feel like you cope with ang- your anxiety really well and especially now being in the public eye it must be much harder to you know there's a lot more pressures and different things mm. like, on you which could cause anxiety more um yeah so I'd say that my main way of and I, this isn't just being I'm a fitness coach so you know you work out to like sort your head off but it actually is not only does it pass time mm. but I find that when I always feel like less anxious about stuff when I've left the gym and mm. it means that like because if I'm feeling like angry about something or or nervous or something like if I get Basically, if you just tie yourself out, you don't have enough energy to be anxious anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think, yeah, you, 
not only do I have like great friends around me like all you lot but um I think it's just about remembering that it isn't like it isn't the end of the world sometimes when things are like really bad like that present moment of time like Mm -hmm. in the public eye or something like that it's just knowing that it will just blow over but it's all it's always because like for me I I'm so like you know when I've been trolled and stuff like that before Mm. stuff like that used to really bother me and now I just don't look at any of the comments on like yeah online and things like that it's about just helping yourself not to feel like that like looking at comments gives me anxiety so therefore just don't look at the comments yeah you know what I mean yeah completely and I think that's a really good point to make actually is the fact that kind of monitoring yourself and that you know often I say to people like you're your best teacher like something that makes me anxious wouldn't necessarily make you anxious and something that Mm. would make you anxious might not trigger me. And I think you're completely right in saying about fitness because, you know, it's no secret. I tend to dip in and out of fitness. I'm, you know, either like really on it and I'm doing yoga every day and like going for runs and being like, woo, or I'm just doing literally nothing. (laughs) Like I don't even think, but yeah, it's also, Oh, sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say like even, um, social media and stuff like, this is something that I've had to, before Love Island, like literally from back in the day when I was at mm-hmm. drama school, it was actually Neve, who, one, one of our friends. I mean, um, she monitored my use of social media because what from what I was looking at, so I broke up with like an ex like years ago and then I'd be on Instagram like looking for stuff. Yeah. And it's like, it's like mas- is it masochism? Is that the word? Where you're like, yeah. you're you know that it's going to make you feel horrendous, but you still look for it anyway. Can't help it. So even like now, um, obviously I have to use social media for work and stuff, but I very much, when things aren't great, either mentally or, you know, something like that, I'm like, okay, I'll go on, I'll go on Instagram to upload whatever I need to go, go on. And then I'll just come off because I'm, it doesn't make me feel great. So just don't do it to yourself. What's the point? Yeah, completely. I think there's definitely that it's like learning what your triggers are, what sets your anxiety off and like you know fitness for me I know 100% I do feel better when I'm working out and I'm back on yeah. at the moment I'm back on you'd be proud of me I've been getting my kettlebell out every day you know but I'm kind of back on that fitness thing and I've really noticed like my mood lift quite a lot and my anxiety to drop quite a lot as well and I think a lot of people see that there was a really interesting TED talk actually that I saw um that I, I think the title was something like um the best thing you can do for your brain dot 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 or something like that and it was all this woman had done all this research about um fitness and the brain and how something I can't I'm trying to remember the stats now I'm going to misquote it and I'm going to get loads of comments on her telling me I've done it wrong but it was really high you know when you I was quite shocked it was something like 15 minutes of exercise a day like not very much actually Mm. made all these huge ridiculous different benefits to the body yeah and I was just like, wow, you know, if you can't fit in 15 minutes a day for yourself. Exactly. And like, that's another thing with social media. Like you can, you spend 15 minutes scrolling, mm-hmm. spend that 15 minutes getting up and doing, doing squats, some burpees. Yeah. <laughs> I always say that to people, like when people message me saying, I had to stay motivated or, you know, like I can't just like with excuses and stuff. I'm like, mate go to bed half an hour earlier and get up half an hour earlier and mm-hmm. you just go for a job around the block straight late. Because you also trick yourself into feeling that you're doing something actually, well, you are doing something good for yourself, but you're like, 
you give yourself a pat on the back. Every time I do a workout, and even though it's my job, I'm like, come on, girl. Like, you yeah. know, you didn't have to do that today, but you did. Yeah. So it's like you you're congratulating yourself. So and then it and then that is I can't remember what it's called because I'm gonna misquote something now as well. <laughs> but um apparently it takes like you you have to do something five times like muscle memory. You have to yeah. do something like a certain number of times, but and then your body like it's like gets used to the routine and then it like when you don't do it you're like huh why am I not doing that anymore yeah I feel like that with meditation that's been see I can't meditate I need to take I need to do that I need to do my course I keep telling you I know that's one thing about anxiety that I just everyone's like oh yeah you should meditate and yeah I should do your course but I'm just like oh do you know what I I think the thing is and not to be like this is going to turn into a shameless plug now but um, I think the way that meditation is often taught it's it makes it harder than it is and I think there's an element and I see this I'm gonna upset people now but I see this across the well-being and the spiritual community quite a lot of this kind of exclusive we have this like magic something and and like I don't know like you're special if you can do it or something or whatever and actually I don't believe that. I think it's open to absolutely anyone and I think anyone can do it. I just think it depends on how it's taught and whether you're given permission to understand certain elements of meditation, which Mm. most people don't touch on. So a lot of people have a meditate, right? But their meditation is my mind's really busy. My body feels weird. This is happening. That's happening. Why can't I shut my mind up? And then they go, well, that was shit <laughs> after they've done it. But what they don't realise is... That's me. That is, That's yeah, that is meditation at the beginning. And then over time, you know, with the tools that, you know, I teach on my course and various other people, I mean, there's, there's so much information out there. Over time, that goes. And what I found really interesting, there was actually a woman, gonna, um, I won't name check her in case it causes her anxiety, but there was a woman that did my course and she sent me a really lovely testimonial and she said, I was a complete skeptic. I never thought I'd be able to meditate. I have such a busy mind and I can't believe you've taught me. Like now she's been doing it every day since the course. I'm so proud of her. So um, I do think that... Okay, I'll do your course and then I'll give you a testimonial. It's a bit like, we don't have to give me a testimonial. I just want to help. I just, you know, the same as everything. I'm just like, I just want to help people. Like genuinely, I think it... Meditation for me helped me so much with my mental health mm. that, and it's free and you don't need, you know, like, it's not like you need any tools or you don't need, you just need yourself and your breath. Mm. And that's basically it. So you can do it anywhere. You can do it at any time of day. It's always kind of there for you. If you know, you know, if you know how to do it, but it's similar, I guess, to you, like, you know, when you first started out as a fitness instructor and I know like I've seen you like grow so much and I'm, I just remember like, it was so cool. We were sitting around the kitchen table and you're like, I want to be a fitness instructor. That's what I really want to do. And then like looking in, at how that's just gone from this dream into this like, you know, huge, now you're doing all this stuff with fit. You're like, got your own book out. It's just, it really like. Well, it I'm is a, actually mad, yeah. I get a bit emotional. I'm like so proud. But, um, you know, I, I, seeing how your body's changed and how much you've developed and how, I mean, you've always been fit, don't get me wrong, but like, you know, you, you're like really, really fit now. Like when you do that stair run thing and you like smack <laughs> I was like oh my god <laughs> yeah but I don't know whether that's actually fitness or just the fact that I don't want anyone to beat me and I'm like really competitive I'm like no I won this two years on the run there's no you can't beat me sorry not happening but it's and for anyone listening who doesn't know what we're talking about Gabby did tell them because I'm not sure it was for a charity right? it's called the vertical rush and it's for a shelter charity it's a homeless charity and and um, they do it every year where you it's like you have to run up this 
I think it's a, there's, how many floors is that? There's 900 or something steps and 40, 43 floors or something like that. Um, and it's like one of the, one of the, um, tower, tower 42? So maybe it's 42 yeah. floors, something like that. But it's in, it's in the city anyway. And last year I did it and was the fastest female. I beat one of the pussycat dolls and I was like, <laughs> and then this year I did it again and I beat my last year's record by like 30 seconds or something. I was like, yeah. yeah. And obviously I was the fastest female then. Um, so yeah, but, um, and it's all in aid of the shelter, um, shelter charity, which is right. good. But it's right. frigging hard, you know, like it's literally the longest eight minutes of your life. Yeah. Like you're running up the stairs and you're like, how is it still floor 10? <laughs> But imagine, this is how I always think of meditation as well. It's the equivalent of someone like me who doesn't work out very much, who's not particularly like, you know, I'm not completely unhealthy, but I'm not particularly like fitness guru standard by any standard. And um, then someone saying to me, you've got to run a marathon tomorrow. And I'd be like, what? I need to train. And they'd be like, no, just run the marathon. And that's how I feel about meditation is everyone wants to get to the marathon level they haven't even done like a little training run yet so it's yeah 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 I feel that so something I wanted to ask um I guess is what's is there anything you've kind of failed at because you seem like this really successful well you are not seem like you are really successful. <laughs> it's all a show it's all, it's all a star it's all a shambles. you should see behind the scenes <laughs> yeah that's like that push up you open it and it goes <laughs> <laughs> but um you know we never people don't really talk about the things that maybe you know it doesn't have to be like a big failure but often um we learn our biggest lessons from things that maybe didn't go the way that we planned so I'm wondering if there's anything either with your career or in your life that maybe didn't go quite as you well I'm not very good at choosing men so that's one thing <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing I'm not good at um I think the one thing that I get frustrated with myself over is I'm not very good at time management. Mm. So I feel like I've been, I've been, had this amazing platform for two years and don't get me wrong. Yeah. I've done a lot and I have, you know, I've got hit milestones in my career and blah, blah, blah. But I also, there's a bit of complacency in me, which I know, but, and I'm like, I could have had, like, I really, really want to do this boot camp slash retreat. Yeah. Which I told you about. Yeah, I've been talking about that a lot. I've been talking about it for like two years, mate. Yeah, I was, I was talking about summer. this podcast for nearly two years before it. Yeah. Um, it's just, and I'm like, yeah, but you know, I, I've got all the idea. Basically, I'm the creative behind it, but I don't know where to start. So mm -hmm. I keep like, just like putting it off. Um, and I, I know that I could have had that up and running this year if I would have set my mind to it properly. But I let myself get distracted. And I think, well, I've, I've got this going on so I can. But then at the same time, I do put a lot of pressure on myself like I think you've even said it's important you can't do everything at once mm -hmm. like, and my mum says to me stop trying to do 300 things at the same time yeah um so fair but that is like one of my main things that I that annoys me that I can't I'm not very good at focusing on like you know other don't get me wrong I've got opportunities coming from other places but then I also could have a lot more I could have a lot more opportunities if I was to open those doors for them, but I would get quite, I don't know whether that's an anxiety thing as well. Cause I, obviously I always think like, Oh, but what if it fails and what if it flops? And yeah, but then I suppose you don't know if you don't try, do you? 
No, but I think there is that element as well, because I think often when people think about anxiety, they think about the, you know, sort of panic attacks and the freaking out and, you know, the busy mind. But often, actually, with my anxiety, how it shows up sometimes is that I just freeze. I just procrastinate. I click between tabs or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I'm dreadful for that. I always have about 30 tabs open on my laptop. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes it does show up like that, right? It shows up as inaction. And it's mm. the fear of not being able to move forward with stuff. I think the when 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 I was living with you guys and... I was teaching and I had a routine in my life that was very I feel like I was a bit more proactive then because mm. because I had less time to myself yeah I made sure that the time that I did have I would use it wisely whereas yeah. now I don't have like a commitment every single day so my my week changes from week to week so I tend to find that I yeah, I just waste a lot of time because I have more of it. So I waste it, which is stupid. And it sounds so ungrateful. And I'm not. Obviously, I am working on things. But, um, yeah, I think... I, I think, need to... though, your schedule can be, like... It's, I get... Well, not similar to mine. Yours is way busier. But, like, we go through periods where it's, like, you've got loads of projects happening and you're, like, literally no one sees you because you're, like, I'm just popping into London to pack my bag and then I'm off to wherever and then you're flying here. Yeah. That actually probably when you get time where you've got a bit of time to yourself, it is probably quite nice just to have a breather and be like, oof. Mm. I mean, I I do always, you know, every day I like to make sure that I've done something that I'm like, right, okay, at least at least you did one thing today that's like pro like productive. Yeah. Um but I think the you know, I met with a mentor a few months ago and we wrote down, I'm really good at making lists. Yeah. But then I just make another list with that with the previous list on that list. <laughs> I do that. Um, so the intentions there, it's just I just don't take it all off. Um, but yeah, I think I just need to be more on top of things. And I also I let myself get caught up in um like so my friend, my friend Sally, you know Sally. I love Sally. She is very good at separating emotional and like work. Yeah. So say if she's got stuff like in her personal life going on, she like talk to me, be angry about it or sad or happy or whatever it is. And then be like, right, I'm going to work now. And then just go to work. Whereas I've always been like this. I let it completely engulf my life. Mm. And that is another, I don't know whether it's a flaw, a failure or what, but it's something that I'm trying to work on, which I did last week. I went to fit and I, filmed three classes and they were like I can't believe that you managed to do that today because in between classes I was like ah <laughs> what is my life but then I go back on set and I'd be like hey guys welcome back to fit you know you would never know but I think so, sometimes as well when you're doing something that you're passionate about that you really love right because I mm -hmm. get this sometimes like one of you know Wendy my best friend Wendy from Hastings she'll always say to me like just looking at your diary gives her anxiety <laughs> she's like I don't know how you fit so much stuff into your day it's like kind of like weirds her out and she doesn't like it but I'm like half the stuff I do doesn't feel like work like yeah I don't want to do like invoicing or like you know all the admin -y stuff yeah, yeah all that stuff is really dry but like if I'm thinking about a course that I'm writing or I don't know 
dealing with like when I do my therapy sessions with people or like playing my gong for people and things like that or like holding a ritual or doing different events talking with people about mental health that kind of thing I never think like oh god gotta go and teach meditation now yeah 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 yeah. I just feel like yes this is like I get so excited about it that actually sometimes I guess that does help with anxiety and things like that because even if in between those filming bits like for your example you're feeling a bit like oh god then when you get back into that thing of like this is what I should be doing this is what I'm really passionate about it almost like overrides the other yeah yeah it's true yeah it's true like I, I love I love doing all stuff like that as well but then yeah I just I just need mind management is an ongoing learning curve for me I think yeah and I think to be honest for anyone as well not just for you but a lot of this stuff is just tools and it's finding things that work for you and then just doing that do you know what I mean? yeah for you because like how you were saying about your body getting used to stuff and that's how I feel about yeah. meditation is like if I don't meditate enough in a week I friggin know about it like I really know about it and so mm. now it's like almost through learning from doing it feeling really good and then going yay I've won at life I don't need to do it anymore and yeah stop doing it and then I'm like oh god now I feel like yeah, 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 yeah. now it's like I want to do it because I know it makes me feel good so I guess there's lots of things like that, like with mind management and time management, it's boring a lot of the time with the um, systems and that you have to put in place. But when you actually start doing it and you realise how much freedom it buys you eventually, because I'm just like, like, I'm reading this book by Garber Mate about ADHD and I've sort of self-diagnosed myself because I feel like he's literally gone into my brain and just <laughs> my brain. I was like, oh my God. And then I said to my mum, I was like, mum, I read this book about ADHD. She was like, you've got it. <laughs> like you've always had it I was like what it's like even when you're a kid I was like oh my god so it's been really interesting I've started doing all these things because I read this like magazine for like adult ADHD and it said about color coding your diary so that when you look at your diary it's more visual rather than just a load of like a list Uh, okay oh my god it's like game changer Actually, change like because now I just glance at my diary and I can be and like, you know what yeah yeah X Y Z is what I'm doing rather than being like it just overwhelms me and then I just go I don't want to look at that so it's really just I guess like for everyone finding different tools that work I mean I make lists and it I mean to me it wouldn't matter what color they are I just go down the list and go yeah okay I want to do that today and then all the boring things just get ignored and then I get like a third and final warning from my energy suppliers being like please pay this bill I'm like ah okay I'll pay it I'm doing it I'm doing it so um what do you wish you'd known about anxiety before you'd kind of you kind of got to where you are now you know what I have realized, me and Neva talk about this. Anxiety, I've had actually, I've actually had anxiety for ever since, like, well, I mean, probably for years and years, but it's only recently in the last few years when it's become more relevant in society mm. that that's the word that you put on it. Like that yeah. feeling that I've had for years about different things, blah, 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 that's anxiety. Yeah. So I wish I'd known that. So I wish I knew how to deal with it before. Yeah. Um, I wish I'd known like that it's more. I was going to say more popular. More. Like, what's common? the word? Common. Yeah. 
yeah. There you go. More common that um, than I thought it was, and a lot of people actually deal with it. Yeah. And that there's loads of ways. Like I was never through drama school and all that. I was never taught to, you know, if you if you work out, then you'll release endorphins and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like we weren't really taught about that. We no. were just dancing to get a job and things. Yeah. Um. But I mean, but then I think back and I'm like, yeah, when I was dance training there was a reason why I was left feeling great but it's because of that but I didn't know that you know what yeah. I mean yeah. so it's now like putting the correlation and the um parallels in what is what makes me feel good and what doesn't yeah completely I think um it's quite interesting what you were saying because I felt the same like I've obviously had depression and anxiety since I was a kid like when I talk to my mum now, we're like, how did we not know? But I mean, it just wasn't mm. talked about, was it? And and that's one of the reasons I wanted to do the podcast was like sharing information and stories, I think really allows people to go, oh my God, that sounds a bit like me. And yeah. not in a bad way, not like in a kind of like to freak everyone out and give everyone a diagnosis of some mental health problem because we've <laughs> all done that thing where we've got sick and Googled, you know, oh God. and freaked we've us all, out. We're all dying, basically. <laughs> we're all going to die tomorrow. So I don't want to do that. And I think, you know, I ha- actually had a conversation with someone else on one of the different podcasts about labels. And, I was, and she said she thought the labels weren't helpful. And I said, well... When I got my diagnosis and I had that kind of label, if you like, and the same with the ADHD. I mean, I don't, I've not officially been diagnosed, but I did do a quiz and it was 90%. <laughs> and they said over 50% go and see a professional to get diagnosed. And I came out as 90. I was like, all right, I don't think I need to see anyone. But what that's done <laughs> for me is I don't do it as a limiting thing. And yeah. It's the same like you're saying. If I'd have known I had anxiety, then I could have known that fitness and exercise made me feel better about that and I could have known that maybe I might need to learn meditation or you know I agree with the the label thing though because as soon as someone says oh yeah I'm on antidepressants or something like that you're like there's already this like stigma it's like oh Mm. she's depressed or like you know people yeah they like people I'm not not gonna lie people are judgy like you say something and say everyone judges you yeah. But um, I believe less people, well, maybe not, but maybe I'm wrong in saying this, but maybe less people would be depressed or have anxiety if they actually could just speak about it. Yeah, I completely agree. And also, if you know what the problem is, you can start to learn the tools that can improve your position and you can start to heal yourself. Because if you don't yeah. know what the problem is and you're just kind of, you know, having these feelings of anxiety and kind of not being able to get on with your life or not being able to Mm -hmm. enjoy social situations or whatever it is, you know, at points for me, I couldn't leave my house because I was so anxious, but I didn't really know what it was at that point. But it's like, if you can kind of name the thing. Yeah, then at least you can combat it in some way, yeah. Yeah, so last couple of things, I guess. What, would you have any advice for your younger, the younger Gabby, the cute little Gabby? (laughs) I love your kids. Oh. <laughs> the younger Gabby, God. Um, you know what, actually, I was going to say stuff like, you know, I wouldn't do this and I wouldn't do that. But, like, I think everything that I've actually done has obviously led me to where I am now. Yeah. Which is, like, I'm in, like, pretty much the prime of my existence. Hopefully it just gets better the and better. Prime of life. <laughs> the prime of life. Um, um, just that when rubbish things happen, 
that it's pretty much the same as what was before like you obviously think it's the end of the world and yeah. you actually do like and you think how am I ever going to come back from this and but it does all just blow over yeah um and also I think like you just I wish I would have done fitness sooner if I'm honest because I was hanging on to this well I've worked in Byron didn't I seven hamburgers for for life just putting on the pounds day by day um, <laughs> and my friend Charlotte was already teaching at a fitness studio and I was like oh, I should do I should do that I should do that but I never really like followed it up I was a bit once again just procrastinating and just happy just getting drunk and serving burgers um it was a good and I life, think though. it was a great life I, had a great I love waitress life it was great it was great I mean yeah because I didn't I feel like I wasn't chasing any like yeah goals and stuff I was just pretty much sailing through getting yeah. fatter and having a lovely time <laughs> um but I think I mean it's only because I'm 27 and I know that's not old but I feel like if I hadn't done Love Island and all that, I was actually just starting to really use my time well yeah. and, you know, push myself a bit more. Pretty much what I'd say to my older self, younger self is what I'm saying to myself right now, giving myself a kick up the butt and say, come on, don't get lazy. <laughs> You're not lazy, man. You do a lot. I do do a lot, but a lot. I could do more. Um, I always feel like that, though. I'm kind of, and I think you're right like I think we're both kind of similar where we have a lot of ideas and we want to do everything but you know can only do one thing at a time yeah it's like Leonardo DiCaprio I'm sure when he like won an Oscar he wasn't like done but you know what <laughs> I only need one Oscar in my life no surely you'd just be like mate keep them coming you know what I mean <laughs> I love it <laughs> is there anything else you wish I'd asked you anything else you want to add um, buy my book. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Don't joke. You should. It's very, very good. And oh my god, can I just say? I remember when we were first living together, and you and we always used to basically me, Gabby, and our other friend Amy used to live together, and we used to have these amazing brunches where we would just debrief the weekends. And I remember Gabby was making eggs, scrambled eggs, and um, I was like, "What the actual f are you doing?" Because <laughs> she started putting honey. Honey in the eggs and I don't got, tea, tried it mate I got really weirded out I was like they're saying what the hell is up with this girl man until they were on the plate and oh my god I've got to say and that See, the trick is epic. don't put too much honey in because then they end up tasting just weird like, weird but honey eggs signature eggs in the book guys try it they're so good. good and also can I just say because I think a lot of people out there see like fitness influencers and fitness gurus and all those kind of people and they think that they have ghostwriters or they think well it's easy for them gabby literally has made all of these recipes and i know it because i've eaten half of them in my own kitchen when we lived together so these are actually her you know things that she makes and things that she actually does and she totally wrote her own book so um yeah just i don't know yeah you should have seen me bloody um we're quite stressed briefing it when you like read it through and like yeah oh that was this yeah. probably the most stressful part about it because they'd from my notes and stuff there was one like a couple of exercises where I say your shoulders have to be over your wrist yeah. but they'd written wrist over shoulders for like every single exercise <laughs> and I was like oh my god and they're like but does it make a difference and I'm like well yeah because you're sh oh yeah <laughs> you're like yeah it does make a difference <laughs> yeah perfectionist you need to everything to be right especially in fitness yeah that's true so 
I think that's thanks Rach I think that's Rachy it. Rach I mean I could talk to you all, all day anyway I probably will I know I keep it. on having to remind myself that I'm on a podcast I'm like okay sit up Gabby because you're not like just on FaceTime <laughs> oh my god I did one with Ruby Warrington the other day and I was like I just thought I do this all the time just think I'm having a chat with a friend and um, I got really emotional and I started crying in the middle of it. And then I was like, oh my God, it's going to be so embarrassing. So yeah, go check that one out if you want to hang over. You shouldn't have got, I'm glad that we did it today and not yesterday because I would have been the same. Oh, well, thank you so much. And thank you for all your you. advice and all your tips. I get, have you got any last tips? If anyone's listening to this and they're suffering with anxiety, what would be the one tip that you would give them to kind of alleviate? Do not drink coffee. <laughs> okay. I find that I love coffee more as much as the next person. But if you have, if I have more than two coffees, I'm like, uh, like yeah. I don't even have anxiety, but that gives me anxiety. Um, and then, yeah, I just say, like, as I said before, like, if even if you can just fit in 15, 20 minutes before you start your day mm. to just get your body moving, even if it's just like a little shoulder roll and head roll mm. um, and eat better. Like, obviously, like, um, sweets and all like processed food and all stuff like that it will have and like things filled with msg stuff like that it does have a negative effect on mm. how your body processes it which then is obviously everything's connected isn't it so yeah. um yeah just like look after get enough sleep if you're like me and you can't sleep that's why i tend to go to bed like try like lie in the bed for like eight hours even if i only get four of them but at least be in the bed for eight hours you know I need to send you, maybe I'll put a link at the bottom of this as well. I don't know if I'm allowed to because of YouTube or whatever, but I do a binaural beats sleep thing. And binaural beats basically train your brain. So it moves your brain waves. So it basically, for want of a better description, forces you to go to sleep. I'll send <laughs> it smothers you to sleep. Yeah, but by your okay. brain. I'll send okay. it. And if I'm allowed, because it's not my video, it's, it's a YouTube link. So I don't know if I'm allowed to add that to whatever. If not, just put it in the comments. I'll put it in the comments yeah. um, below okay. as well, so that if anyone else is listening to this. So thank you. Thanks for your Thank you. And I'll see you soon. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Obviously, there'll be links to Gabby's book and everything else in the comments below. Um, feel free to share this and, you know, get everyone in your grandma and whatever to listen to it. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you again next week. Thanks a lot. Yay. Bye. Things I Wish I'd Known is brought to you by Welford Wellbeing. Check out my website at www.welfordwellbeing.com.